Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for December 8th, 2022. So I'm teaching a series entitled Pursuing Grace-Based Success, where we're learning how to become a success God's way. Uh, I've never met anybody that wants to be a failure. We all want to succeed. We want to succeed in life, but we're learning how to do it God's way by his grace and for his glory. So right now I'm in the Dominican Republic. Obviously, I'm in a different setting. So Isabella and I will be able to go over to uh, the school that our ministry has here today and also our church. Uh, We're going to see the construction of the church. We're going to take some pictures. Those of you that follow me on social media, you'll be able to see some of that. I'm excited about seeing the kids. Uh, We're going to see the kids today. That's going to be a blessing. And for those of you that are partners with our ministry, then, then maybe you can't come. But because you sow into our ministry, we can come and maybe you can't do. But because you you sow into our ministry, then what we're able to do here is attributed to your account in heaven. So in heaven, those of you that are partners with our ministry, everything that's going on here with Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries is attributed to your account. And we want to thank you. Thank you so much for partnering with us. We're better together. So as we get into the message for this morning. I was uh, looking at the, this, what I'm teaching on the book of Daniel. Man, Daniel's so good. What, what happened with Daniel and the Hebrew boys is so good that uh, you're going to be inspired and encouraged this morning. The title of today's message, Pursuing Grace-Based Success, Part 51, we've been studying this for over 10 weeks now, is the grace to operate beyond your humanity. I want you to know that there's a level of grace. Say this, say this. There is grace on my life to operate beyond my humanity. There's a level of grace that is on your life to operate beyond your human limits. Let's talk about it. All right, so let's get into the work for this morning. For those of you that are members of VCMI, our church, we're one church in many locations. Uh, Pastor Tony, my my spiritual father, um, has been teaching us about no limits and no limit living. And one of the things that he said recently, he's been saying it recently, is that sometimes we're limited by limits, limits, but it's not really the limits that limit, limit us, it's what we believe about the limits. And so in one sense, we have to believe what God believes about us. In another sense, if we believe that we're limited in whatever way, then then we're limited, not by the limit, but what we believe about the limit. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. See, there's, there's grace on my life. Listen, there's a level of grace on your life to succeed. Let's go. The foundational scriptures, let's go through those. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace. All you did was believe. You didn't save yourself. It's a gift from God. You were not saved by the things that you've done. You have nothing to boast about. Say this. I have nothing to boast about. Put that in the chat. My boast is only in the Lord. I'm going to boast, but I'm going to boast in God. There's nothing God can do in me, on me, with me, for me. But I'm not boasting in me. I'm boasting in him. Verse 10 says, God has made us what we are. And in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we can spend the remainder of our days doing the good works. Say, I have work to do. You have work to do, doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So there are some good works that I'm supposed to be doing. There's some good works that you're supposed to be doing. Say amen to that. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31. The Bible says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him Christ Jesus to become wisdom itself. So I have access to wisdom from above. And not only that, he made me right with him. So say this, say it out loud. 
I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God right now by faith. I'm not righteous because of what I do. I'm not righteous because of what I failed to do. I'm only righteous because of what Jesus did. So God, watch this. He gives me access to wisdom and he made me righteous because of Jesus. And the text says he made me pure. He made me holy. He freed me from sin. All of that is because of Jesus. None of that is because of me. Verse 31 says, therefore, I don't have anything to boast about. If I'm going to boast, my boast has to be in the Lord. Second Timothy chapter one and verse nine, the Bible says God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace. He gave me a purpose and the grace for the purpose. He gave me an assignment and the grace for the assignment. He gave me both in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. So in the book of Daniel, when I was teaching, I kind of stopped in chapter one. Today, we're going to pick it up in chapter two. I'm going to cover verses one through 11. You ready? Now I'm going to get into this story. And this story is so, so, so good. You ready? All right, here we go. We started looking at the life of Daniel. And in the last message, I told you that there's a grace on your life to outshine and outperform everyone else. Say this, put it in the chat. I, the grace is on my life to outshine and outperform. You can outshine and you can outperform your peers, your competitors. Why? Because God will shine upon your proposals, your work, your presentation. He will cause you to be noticed and acknowledged and recognized. And then you will outperform because the grace of God is on you to do it. And so Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, they outshined and they outperformed. Now let's get to chapter two. So the Bible says, beginning in chapter two, during Nebuchadnezzar's, King Nebuchadnezzar's second year as king, he had some dreams. Now, the dreams were bothering him to the point where he couldn't sleep, the Bible says. So the king called for his wise men. Remember, back then, they used sorcerers and magicians and soothsayers and, and all of that. And so he brought the, the sorcerers and what they call wise men to come interpret the dreams. And they were used to interpreting the dreams by using magic and watching the stars. And so they were using astrology and magic to interpret dreams. King Nebuchadnezzar asked them to interpret the dream that he had right on the spot. He said, I want you to interpret the dream right here in front of me. And they said, okay. The wise men said, oh, king, you live forever. That's how they talked to him, right? They said, okay, oh, king, you live forever. Please tell us your dreams and we will interpret your dreams. Tell us your dreams and we will tell you what it means. But King Nebuchadnezzar had a, had a, a slant for them. He said, no, 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 I'm not going to tell you the dream. Listen. You must tell me the dream. What instead of like you're used to me just telling you the dream and then you tell me what it means. I don't know if that thing is working or not. For me to really know if you can actually tell me some stuff, I want you to tell me what I dreamed. I want you to tell me what I dreamed and then tell me what the dream means. And if you don't tell me the dream and then tell me what the dream means, I'm going to order you to be cut into pieces and I will order your houses to be destroyed until they're nothing but piles of dust and ashes. But if you tell me the dream and you explain to me what it means, I'm going to give you gifts and rewards and great honor. So go ahead. Tell me the dream and tell me what it means. So that was a bad situation for them. They're like, oh, my God, what? So now you're putting me on the spot. You want me to do something that humans can't do. And remember, there's a grace on your life to operate beyond your humanity. So you want me to do something that's seemingly impossible. You want me to do it on the spot. And if I don't do it, I'm going to be killed and my houses are going to be burned to, to, to ashes. But if I do it, I'm going to get great gifts and great rewards. So the wise men, they said, no, no, no. They come back to the king and they say, hey, Mr. King, can we talk to you for a minute? They said, please, sir, just tell us the dream. 
If you tell us a dream, then we're going to tell you what it means. And the king said, no, you're stalling. You're trying to get more time. I know, I, I want you to know that I meant what I said. You are going to be punished if you don't tell me the dream. I want you to tell me the dream. And then if you can tell me the dream, then I want you to tell me what it means. And if you can tell me the dream and tell me what it means, then I'm going to reward you. If not, I'm going to kill you. And the wise men said, well, sir, there's not a man on the planet who can do what the king is asking. No king has ever asked the wise men, the men who do magic, or the Chaldeans who do something like this. No, not even the greatest and most powerful king has ever asked his wise men to do such a thing. Then, then they said this. This is where they messed up. The king is asking something that's too hard to do. Only gods could tell the king his dream and what it means, but gods don't live with people. Did you catch that? He said, man, you're asking for something that's too hard. You're asking for something that only a god could do, but gods don't live with people. Now, you know that I'm setting this up for Daniel. Daniel's going to walk through that door. Daniel's going to say, I got you. I can't do it, but God can do it, and God will do it through me. And you know that, it, you know, you know where the story is headed, right? But let me just stop here for today. What does this mean for you today? Oh, man, I'm about to give you some good stuff. Say, say I'm ready. Say, I'm ready to receive. Put it in the chat. I'm ready to receive. All right, here we go. Number one, I got several things, but here's number one. You can be born again and still live a completely human life, like normal to this world. What you don't want to do is be born again and just live like a mere man. Put, put it in the chat. I am not a mere man. I'm not a mere man. I'm not a mere woman. I'm not. I'm born again and I'm born from above and the power of God is on me to succeed. So I'm not just normal to this world. I'm born again. So, so the supernatural is natural to me. So the power of this world is limited. But we serve a God who is limitless. And I am convinced that most believers don't realize how much power they have. Most believers don't realize how much God can do through them. Why? Because they don't really see themselves as human conduits of the divine. Say this. Say it out loud. Put it in the chat. I am a human conduit of the divine. And if you really believe that you're a human conduit of the divine, and that if you're born again, you're carrying God around on the inside of you. Watch this. Say this. Say, I am a God carrier. I am carrying God around with me. I'm taking God with me into every meeting, every conversation, and all the activity I engage in. I'm taking God with me on Zoom calls. I'm taking God with me on WebExes and Google Meet sessions. I'm taking God with me into meetings and conference rooms. I am walking around with the God of the universe, the God who sits on the circle of the earth inside of me. And so when, I, when I'm realized and I co I'm cognizant of his presence and I'm cognizant of his power and I'm cognizant of the fact that he will lead me to do things that seem crazy that he would lead me to do things that the world can't do. I'm able to see the invisible. I'm able to perform the impossible because I'm not the one that's doing it. Wouldn't it be a shame for you to walk around with God on the inside of you for, for years and decades and get to heaven and only to, re only to realize that you never let him out? And if you live with God on the inside of you for years and decades and get to heaven, and realize that you didn't do what God called you to do. You didn't operate on the level that you were supposed to operate on because you never really believed God and yielded to him. It's going to be your fault. It won't be God's fault. It will be your fault because God was ready. God was present, but you didn't believe. But but you know what? You and I, I'm going to encourage you. Say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. I believe what God believes about me. You and I, we're going to believe. Say amen to that. All right, number two. Our God is limitless. But we limit him from operating in our lives 
when we fail to believe what he can do in us and with us and through us and for us. So to gain access to the supernatural, you must remove every limit from your mind. Say this. Say, I remove every limit. Say, say this. Say, earthly limits are no longer limits for me. Earthly limits are no longer limits for me. You got to make this personal. You got to make this personal. Listen, wherever you see limits, you are placing artificial limits on our limitless God. And our God will allow whatever you allow. Our God will permit whatever you permit. So if you permit yourself to be limited in any way, then you are limited. But you are limited by what you believe about limits. This is what Pastor Tony has been teaching about. You are limited by what you believe about the limits. It's not that the limits are limiting you because the limits of this world are no longer your limits. But you are limited by what you believe about the limits. So if you allow the limits to limit you, now you're limited by what you believe about the limits. But now someone else who doesn't believe those things about those limits, those very same limits that you're allowing to limit you are not limiting them. Why? Because they don't believe it. So you can't believe what you believe about limits and believe what you believe about God at the same time because God has no limits. So if you believe in a God of no limits, right? But then you say, well, I'm limited by the color of my skin. I'm limited by my bank account. I'm limited by my education or lack thereof. I'm limited by who I know and who I don't know. I'm limited by it. Stop then you don't believe in the God of no limits. You can't be both. You can't believe in the God of no limits and then believe in the limits that are limiting your life. The people who work for King Nebuchadnezzar, they believed in limits. They said not even the most powerful king has ever asked for something as crazy as this. You're asking for something that's too hard to do. Only gods can do that. He's saying, listen, only gods can like tell you what the dream is and then give you the interpretation of dreams and gods don't live with people. See, they didn't know that there were people in in Babylon at the time, who had God living with them. That was, that was Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. They believed that what the king was asking for was beyond human limits. And it was. They believed that what the, what the king was asking for, only a God can do. And they were right. But then they said, gods don't live with people. And that's where they messed up. That's where they were wrong. We, listen, say this. Say, say it out loud. Put it in the chat. God is on me. God is in me. God is with me. God is for me. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. Come on now. Because God is with me and on me and for me and in me, then there's nothing I can't do. To be clear, if you're born again, then a limitless God, an all-powerful God is living on the inside of you. But if you accept the limits of this world, and you believe in the limits of this world, and you believe that these limits are going to limit you, now you've accepted the limits of this world instead of believing what God believes about you. God is not limited in any way. So if we are limited, it's because we're allowing it to, to be, you know, to limit us. We're, we're, we're operating as mere men, as humans. You are believing more in your humanity than in your divinity. So don't settle. Please don't settle. Say, I will never settle. Say it out loud. Put it in the chat. I will never settle. If you settle, watch this, then whatever you settle for, that's what you're going to get. God will allow whatever you allow. God will permit whatever you permit. So if you want to be successful in your marriage, your family, your relationships, your business or businesses, your career, your health, your emotions, your soul, your spirit, etc., your finances, then you can't settle. If you settle, then, then whatever you settle, that's what you're going to have. And basically, God will allow whatever you allow. God will permit whatever you permit because you see limits. So if you now, as a born again believer, if you say, no, I don't see no limits. God, I'm open to whatever you want me to do. If you believe about me, 
that I can that I can do this job, then I can do it. Now, I don't know how to do it. I guess you're going to have to give me the wisdom. Like, you know, I don't have the right connections. I don't have the right background. I don't have the right education. You're causing me to go into conference rooms. Nobody in there looks like me. Nobody in there sounds like me. Nobody in there has a, a last name like my name. But if you want me to do it, then there's nothing I can't do. I'm not going to be limited by what this world says. I'm not going to be intimidated. Watch this. Come on now. Say I will never be intimidated. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be intimidated because I'm going into conference rooms that where nobody looks like me. I'm not gonna be intimidated because you I, I, asking me to operate on a level and nobody in my family has ever operated on this level. Nobody in my family ever owned a business, and now you want me to run a business? Oh snap! I'm not gonna be intimidated. Why? Because I'm not gonna be limited by the limits of this world. I'm not. You, you want me to operate on a level that nobody in my family has ever operated on? You want me to break generational curses? You want me to go and you want me to be a trendsetter? You want me to be a trailblazer? You want me to open up doors for people who look like me. You want me to open up doors for, 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 for people who have been disadvantaged because I've been disadvantaged. You want me to be the one to be the change agent. You want to change this whole organization and you want to do it through me? Then I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm not going to be limited in any way. Daniel and the three Hebrew boys went into Babylon and they said, we're not Babylonians. We, we're, we're under captivity and we're supposed to be slaves, but we don't have to operate as slaves. They operated with a spirit of excellence. God gave them wisdom. God gave them insight. God blessed the work of their hands. God caused them to outperform to where they got promoted over everybody else, even though they were in a Babylonian system, even though they were not, they, they were of the wrong race, they were of the wrong ethnic background, they were of the wrong religion, God promoted them anyway. Listen, you cannot be limited. You can only be limited by what, if you allow the limits to limit you. you there are no impossibilities in God. Say, say the impossible is, come on, I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. Say the impossible is possible for me because I believe. I'm a believer Believer and not a doubter, say amen to that. Glory to God. I told you I'm going to get you fired up. Number three, and finally for today, this last point, man, if this is one of those points where, where you just want to slap somebody. This last point is so good. Number three, when the power and the systems of this world fail, it creates an open door for you. When the power and the systems of this world fail, you're a man of God, you're a woman of God, it creates an open door for you. Listen, say this, say, say when people around me fail, it creates an open door of opportunity for me. The men in, in Daniel chapter two, they were like, man, we can't do this. You're asking us for something that we can't do. It is beyond the limits of our humanity. We, we can, you're asking for something that's too hard. That opened the door for Daniel. That opened the door. I'm telling you, I'm going to share it with you later. Daniel's going to walk through that door. Say, oh, they say they can't do it. They say that it's impossible. Let me tell you, Mr. King. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go spend time with my God. I'm going to come back. I'm going to tell you what the dream is. I'm going to give you the interpretation of the dream. That's what you want. You want something that's supernatural. You want something that, that's seemingly impossible. I got you. Why? Because an impossible God is living on the inside of me. Come on now. When the where human ability ends, the grace of God can kick in and enable you to opt outperform and operate in the supernatural. God wants to work through you. God wants to do some stuff through you that you can never do without him. God wants to bless you, bless your family, bless your business, bless your relationships. He wants you to operate on a level that you've never ever operated on, that nobody in your family has operated on. He has the power, but you have to believe. If you can believe in God, if you can believe in God's unlimited power to perform in your life, then you will succeed where others fail. Say that. Say it out loud. Put it in the chat. 
I succeed where others fail. Your success is not a result of your intellect, your power, your grit, your determination, your human ability. All of those things are good and they're all important. I thank God for my work ethic. I thank God for all of that. People were asking me yesterday. I was on, on, a, on a meeting and they was like, man, how, Rick, how do you get all this stuff done? What time do you get up in the morning? Oh, my God. you do Listen, no, I, I appreciate the work ethic and the grit and the determination. But listen, my success is not based on that. My success is supernatural. I'm talking about there's a grace on my life to succeed. There is a grace on your life to succeed. God will put his super on your natural and cause. He will open doors for you that no man can close. He will close doors for you that no man can open. You can perform the supernatural because you, you're not the one that's doing it. Your job is to believe. Say this. Say my job is to believe. And if you can believe it, then God can manifest and he can outperform in your life. Once you're born again, the supernatural should be natural to you. So when the people of this world say that something is too hard, it's too burdensome, uh, maybe it's flat out impossible then that opens the door for you. That opens the door for the children of God to walk through it, to be submitted to God. God is looking, watch this. Let me say it this way. God is looking to flex his muscles on the earth. God is looking to manifest his glory on this planet. And, and, and for, for that to happen, he's looking for somebody to believe. Under the system that God created is he will never, look at me, look at me. God will never operate in your life without your cooperation. For God to operate, you must cooperate because that's how God set up the system. So God will never operate in your life without your cooperation. So for God to do what he wants to do in your life, you have to believe. He will never force himself on any human. He's looking for humans to open up their heart to believe what God believes about them. He's looking for humans to open up their heart to believe on the level that he wants to operate. And if you can believe it, that God can achieve it. Put that in the chat. Say, I believe it so God can achieve it. Now, let me just be transparent for a moment. Sometimes Isabella and I talk and I feel like, like Isabella and I are not maximizing our purpose and potential yet. Like I believe that there's so, as much as, as blessed as we are, there's so much more that I believe that God has for us. There's so much more that we are open to God to do in us and with us and through us. There's so much more that we're believing God for right now in this moment. I'm believing God for some stuff that can happen today. It can happen at any time. So we know that we're ready for more. But humanly speaking, we talk to people all the time. They're like, man, how do you guys do what you do? Like, and my response is always the same. By the grace of God. Say, say it's the grace of God. It's by the grace of God. I'm convinced, watch this, that far too many Christians... And I'm using the word Christians instead of believers because I believe I'm convinced that far too many Christians, they don't they're not they're supposed to be believers, but they don't really believe God. Far too many Christians are living beneath God's best. God can do way more through your life and you're holding him back by your inability to believe. God, all things are possible to him that believes, Mark 9 and 23. So if you don't believe it's not possible for you and you're holding God back, you are only limited by your capacity to believe God. Listen, right now, December 2022, we are living in a time when the ways of this world are failing. Let's talk about Daniel chapter two. They failed. Daniel stepped in. We are living in a time right now where the ways of this world are failing. The economy is going crazy. The markets are crashing. Businesses are closing. People are being laid off. Many people are still afraid of viruses. People are seeing their friends die. Marriages are falling apart all around you. Dreams are being aborted. And this is a great time for you. This is the greatest time, glory to God. This is a time for the church to be the church. This is a time for when the world is failing, 
This is a time for you to step up and show people what it looks like for God to do what God could do through a man or woman who submitted unto him. When the king, when the, the, the men who were working for King Nebuchadnezzar, they failed, that Daniel was able to step in. Say, this is my season. Say, this is my time. Say, this is my turn. Listen, when the world is at its darkest, then that's where light can shine. This light does its best work in the dark. This is our time to shine. But you have to embrace God's grace for success. Show somebody. I want you. Say this right now. Say, I will show people of this world what it looks like for God to flex his muscles. Look, God is going to do it, and he's going to do it through me. It's the grace life. When you live the grace life and you yield to God, then when everything around you is going crazy, God can use you to show people what it's like to be submitted to him. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Uh, man, I'm excited about this message. Let's close it out. Let's speak life and faith over our lives. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. You are holy, and on my own, I'm far from holy. You are perfect, and in myself, I'm flawed. You are limitless, and as a human, I'm clearly limited. But, Father... You have taken up residence inside of me and you freely give me access to your limitless and supernatural power. As a born again, spirit filled believer, you expect the supernatural to become natural to me, not by my power, but by your grace. My part is to believe and your part is to do it. And together, we're going to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. So I enter this day and I say, here I am, Father. Use me for your glory. None of me and all of you. You speak through my vocal cords. You think through my mind. You operate through my limbs. That your very power, your supernatural power, will be manifested on the earth through me. I believe you use me for your glory on a daily basis and greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you should get, man, these notes are good. Go to today. You get them for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat. We're celebrating 25 years of today's word this month, 25 years of changing lives. Tell me how much you appreciate today's word. If, if it's a blessing to you, I'd like to read that and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. The supernatural is natural to you. Where the world fails, you step through that door. Have a blessed day. See you tomorrow. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want 
access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, I published a book and several journals, and we also have Grace Life gear. You can find all of that information at rickpina.co. Go to rickpina.co, and that's your one-stop shop to be able to access all of the products and apparel that we have available for you. Thank you for being a blessing to us, and we pray that we continue to be a blessing to you. Mm-hmm.